Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to our Deliverance and Healing Discipleship Ministry. This is our second session of this um, uh, discipleship sessions. We have been talking about deliverance and healing. Uh, in our first session, we talked about um, um, the, the redemptive work of Christ and the regeneration of our spirit. So in this um, session two, we are going to be talking about the creation of man, the creation of man. And um, from what I have come to understand, actually Genesis chapter two, verse seven, where God said, then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living soul. The man became a living soul. But I've come to really understand when this is not actually the formation of the man itself. This is uh, the, the, the introduction of, of, of the soul of man to the entity God created as man. Because when we look at um, 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 John's gospel, chapter one, from uh, let's have a look at it from um, chapter one, verse one to um, verse four. I will read it. And it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Okay. He was in the beginning with God. So this verse is talking about Jesus. We know that Jesus is the word of God. He is the light of God that, you know, that was um, in God at the beginning. He was in God at the beginning. So he was the light that was radiating in the, in, in the God essence. Okay. More or less. So then verse three tells us all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made so what this scripture is saying this is the origin of all the spirits god created this is the origin of the spirits god created and that there's um if we have a look at it now that this verse four is saying in him was life and the life was the light of men so a spirit called man was also created during those times. A spirit that came from God. What I've come to understand is millions and millions of spirits. God created millions of millions of spirits. And this spirit came out of the bigger essence of God, God's light. Okay. So this is why if Jesus is God's light and all these other spirits came out of him. So therefore they have also light. They are also God light. Okay, and this is why the Bible says that you are gods. You know, the scripture tells us you are gods. Why did the scripture tell us we are gods? It's because God's light, we came out of God's light. We came out of God's light, little miniature lights, spirit lights that were just coming out of the bigger essence of the light, you know, the bigger lights which is God itself and which is Jesus. So when he says in him was life and the life was the light of men. Okay. So this is the spirit of man. God created different um, beings in those days that just came out of him before time began. 
you know, before time began, the, the, the scriptures, if you look at, if you study other scriptures, it, it calls it the primordial time. Primordial time. That's before our own time began. So the primordial time was when God created all these other spirits. So in the scripture, where God said, let's find that in Genesis, in Genesis, I think Genesis chapter 1, verse 20, Verse 27, yeah. Yeah, let's say verse 20, uh, let's read from verse 26. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image, make man. So therefore there's a spirit called man that God wanted to be transformed into his image. That's what that is saying, okay? Then, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creepy thing that creeps on the earth so man create so god created verse 27 so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created man male and female. So what this is saying is God is actually man. <laughs> God has the shape of man. Man is not the origin. Okay. Man, Adam was not the origin. God has a mouth. He has a light. He has a hands. He has a body like a man. So Adam, well, that spirit that God wanted to come to come to convert or to change into his image that is what he did. And this is what he then did when he took the dust, when he says, God formed man's body from the dust of the ground. Okay. He formed man's body. So what I'm getting is he took the dust of the ground and molded his shape onto the spirit light that originally came from him. Okay. So he molded this um, clay onto this spirit that originally came from him, that is now wants to have the shape of man. He wants, to he, he wants that man to have the shape of God, okay? So the way to them, for God to bring this spirit into life, he then breathed into this shape of this spirit that is now shaped into himself, okay? And then... When that breath of life touched the, 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 the spirit, it then formed the soul. This is why God calls man a living soul. So that spirit that originally came from God, that is now being molded in the shape of God himself. And now God has breathed into that spirit to give it, you know, it's like to make it aware that is now alive because it is the soul that makes us aware that we are alive. So this spirit needed a soul. So this is what God then breathed. So the soul was formed uh, when God's breath touched that um, spirit inside that molded clay. That is how the man Adam then became alive okay so what we can then say what we can then see is that the original light that came out of god at the beginning 
of John chapter 1, verse 1, we have just read. And then God now said, this spirit, I'm going to change you to be like me. Okay. So he then molded that spirit into the shape of himself, which is man. And then he then breathed into that spirit. So that spirit can now have a soul that will allow that spirit to become aware of his environment. This is why God called man a living soul. So what man contains is he contains a spirit that is the original spirit, the uncreated spirit. Remember, God did not, those spirits came out of God. You know, it's like, um, how will I put it? The picture the Holy Spirit is giving me is like when a frog spoils its eggs out. You know, when a frog brings out his little tadpoles, this is how these little spirits came out of God. There were little spirits that came out of God, like little tadpoles, okay? But now they have to grow and mature. Okay, so they are uncreated. They came out. They are spirit. So that is why spirits are uncreated. They came out of God originally. Okay, so this particular spirit, God, God then chose it and said, right, this spirit, I'm going to make you into my image. Okay, these are light, but they, they haven't got the full image. They're not fully mature as God himself. So this is why the Bible is saying that we are gods. Okay, so this is why the Bible says we are gods because we came out of God. We came out of God. So the creation of man here is not, how will I put it, is not literally what God did here was to take the clay of the earth and mold it into, you know, use it to make his shape and then close that spirit in it. And then he breathed into it and gave it a soul. So that is how we manage to have a spirit, a soul, and a body. The body is the outer shell that came on after man sinned. Okay. Does that make any sense at all? Yes. So keep your questions as we go on along. Okay. So let's continue. Then says, God formed man's body from the dust of the ground. He then breathed the breath of life. Okay into his nostrils. So as soon as the breath of life, which became man's, you know, which joined into man and formed his soul, came into contact with man's body, the soul was produced. The soul was produced. So what produced the soul of man is the spirit plus the breath of God in that clay body. That is what formed the soul. So the soul is the byproduct of joining the spirit to the body and plus God's breath. And God refers to this by this product as a living soul. It's a living soul. So God's breath of life becomes, you know, more or less joined with God's, um, with, um, God's original light that was um came out of God, that is the spirit of the human being. So the human being is the principal element that gives life to man. It's the principal element. That is the light that originally came out of God. Those you know, immature lights that came out of God is the principal element 
that gives life to man because that spirit contains life and life is God, okay? It contains God's life, that spirit. It contains God's life. So this is why our spirit, when the spirit leaves the body, the body is dead. So it's the spirit that gives life to the body, okay? So without the spirit, the soul would not be there. You wouldn't have consciousness. So it's the spirit in this empty shell that produces the, the soul that helps you to be conscious, cautious, conscious, cautious of your environment. It makes you to be animated, you know, it makes you to be alive. That's it. Okay. So, you know, as we said before, this uh, explains the origin of our spirits and our soul life. So we need to bear in mind our human spirit, our human spirit is what we call the human spirit. I believe is the original spirit that came out of God. I believe is the original light that came out of God in John chapter one, in John chapter one. Okay. So, um, so this spirit is uncreated because it's God's spirit. Is uncreated. God is uncreated. Therefore, our spirit is uncreated. That's why spirit cannot die. It cannot die. It cannot die. But the flesh can die because the flesh was created. Okay. So our human spirit, you know, through exists permanently. It does not have internal life. It does not have internal life. Remember what the Bible says internal life is in John um, in John chapter 17, verse 3, and this is internal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Okay? <laughs> There's something the Lord wants me to, to, to bring out, although this is something he's been teaching me. He's saying when, when, um, when Adam, not Adam, when Lucifer fell, it wasn't just Lucifer that fell. A lot of the spirit he created, they also fell. Millions and millions of spirit that came out of him, okay? They also fell. When God created, he created other planets as well. We, this earth is not just the only planet that exists. No, actually our planet, our earth is the lowest of the lows. <laughs> There's a mighty greater suns, stars. All the stars you look at and see, okay, they are earth. They have inhabitants in them, okay? They have spirit beings in them in their own different ways. So when these millions of spirits that was birthed out of God, and then when they came to realize that they were actually, you know, they were actually gods in themselves. It wasn't just Lucifer that had pride in him, okay? So, they, but Lucifer was the first one that that idea that, oh, I'm also a God, you know, so I can actually live independently from the bigger spirit, which is our father. So when his, this idea came into his uh, heart, then he started talking to other spirits as well. And they also came to the knowledge that they are also gods. So that means they can also live independently. God did not want them to live independently. God wanted them to live dependent on him. Okay. God wanted them to live dependent of him, but in their own planets, 
until they are fully mature. But pride then came in and these millions of spirits fell, not just the, um, you know, Lucifer, some of the angels, you know why angels are called angels and demons are called demons. <laughs> the reason angels are called angels is because they did not abuse their free will. These other spirits that fell, they abused their free will. God wanted their free will to be in union with his free will. Because if God does not, you know, like, like the Lord Jesus, if he does not command his uh, angels to do something, they will not do it. So it's God's will that gives his angels their being, their life. Okay. So when these spirits fell, Lucifer also fell. Lucifer became Satan. And the other spirits became demons and the unclean spirits because they have misused their free will. Man, the spirit God then said, oh, let me create this one and turn him into man like me. Let me shape him into my being. Okay. This is part of the spirit that also fell. But God decided to use this one and call him man. You know, put him in a garden and see if he can reform him, change him. And that is what Genesis chapter one was talking about. Okay, so we're not going to go touch that today. So this is what happens. This is what actually happens. You know, the, 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 the thing is, this is a, a really deep, when you study the scriptures and really, because the Lord said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he is going to lead you to all truths. Okay, and also in uh, one of his epistles, Paul said in Ephesians that, uh, you know, God will reveal his mysteries to those who love him. And there's a lot of revelations coming out now. God is speaking to his people, revealing a lot, a lot, a lot of the mysteries, things that have, that have not been written in the scriptures. But is now, is they're hidden in the scriptures. You know, all these things are hidden in the scriptures. You really need to dig them out. You really need to dig them out. And as the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about it, and then you will actually get to understand it. Okay. So, you know, let's continue with our discussion on the creation of man. Okay. So the body, apart from the spirit, was dead. But with the spirit, man was made alive. Man was made alive. And the organ that made man to become alive was called the soul, was called the soul. And when God said man became, that's how when God said man became a living soul. So what implies is that the spirit and body, when they uh, became infused in the soul, spirit and body were completely emerged in the soul because that's where the soul, like, like this is the spirit, this is the body and the soul is in between. So the soul is actually part of the faculties of your brain, your, your intellect, your emotions and your will. Okay. So these are the parts that actually helps us to be um, conscious, conscious of our environment. So it's the soul that helps us to be conscious of our environment. 
Yes. And um, the when God then placed this man he has made into the garden and then gave him instructions, gave him instructions of what he needed to do. Okay. So before the fall, Adam was a spiritual being. He was a spiritual being. There was, you know, there was um, a perfect um, union between his three parts. That is his, uh, his three nature. That is his spirit and his soul. And uh, into, you know, his, um, these three natures, into, how will I put it now? So you'll be able to understand it. Like the, the spirit and the soul of Adam, they were in union. They were in union. So they were one. But the soul was, the, the spirit was more, you know, how will, how will I say it now? It was more in control of the soul than the, the soul controlling the spirit itself. So unfortunately, when Adam fell, he used his soul to disobey God. So that was why God said the soul that sin will die. So he used his soul to disobey God. And then when he disobeyed God, the soul then became more dominant than the spirit itself. But originally, God created Adam for his spirit to be dominant, not his soul. Because his soul is a created thing, a created element of um, Adam, but the spirit itself is uncreated, and it was the part that of God that was in this creature called man. So, if you think about it, really, it, it should be the spirit that controls the whole being, the the soul and the flesh. You know, flesh itself was in the original plans of God. Man was not meant to have this physical flesh. This physical flesh came about when, you know, Adam fell, when Adam misused his free will for the second time. You know, he used his free will for the second time. And this was how God then created this physical flesh to hold the spirit and soul of man until the time these two, three, these two elements of man can then be liberated. Because if you really think about it, our flesh is what God calls matter, is, uh, is the temporary uh, um, physical being that God is using to hold the, the, the spirit of man, the soul of man in bondage, in bondage until the time of redemption until the time of redemption, okay? So what we are actually trying to study is to study the spirit of man, the soul of man, and the body of man, because all this come into play when you are doing healing and deliverance to an individual, okay? So because of the nature of man's um, um, being, itself because of our nature the spirit is there the soul is there but remember adam is falling therefore our soul is more prominent our soul is more dominant is dominating the spirit the spirit have no say unless the soul allows him to say okay 
So, but God doesn't want it like that. God wants your spirit to be in control of all your being because your spirit is where, when you become born again, it is where his pure spirit is now going to come and reside in your own spirit to be able to guide the soul and the body. But if you continue to walk in disobedience, not aligning the three parts of yourself, your spirit, soul, and body with the will of God, with his scriptures, obeying him, doing what he have asked you to do, there will be no transformation. Even though you're saying you're a Christian, there will be no transformation because you are still misusing your free will. Okay, when we do things our own way with disregard to God's way and his commandment, we are misusing our free will because our free will is meant to come in alignment with God's will. Okay, so this is how the angels are called angels because their free will is in total alignment with God's will. It is God's will that gives them life. Okay. So without the will of God, the angels will be, you know, they won't have life because they're not, they don't know what to do. So God has to tell them what to do. So that's why they're the pure servants of God. But man himself, man is rebellious. Satan is rebellious. The other fallen spirits are rebellious because they want to be independent of God. They don't want to depend on God to tell them what to do. So this is why they're rebelling. But this particular species, this particular spirit, God then separated and said, right, I'm going to make you, you know, into my image. I'm going to mold you into my image. And through you, there will be redemption. There will be redemption of other spirits. This is why this, this is why when God um, gave a curse to Eve in Genesis chapter three, in Genesis chapter three. Where God says, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 16, God said to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire should be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Okay, so that is a curse God placed over the woman. And the reason he placed that curse, your sorrow will come through conception. That means those other spirits that have fallen, they are waiting for redemption. And it's on this earth that they will, you know, they will receive redemption. So it's the woman that will give birth to this other spirit for them to become human beings. So they will be able to make the right choices with their free will. And the, the right choice, any uh, 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 human, a born human, a born spirit can make is to choose to obey God, to love God with all their heart, with all their mind, and to love their neighbor as themselves. It is about love. It is about obedience. And it is about faith. This is what will redeem those fallen spirits when they are born as human beings. And it's through Jesus we get that redemption. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is the reason deliverance is very important. Because before you become a born-again Christian, because you have been rebelling against God, you know, 
your 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 spirit is still rebellious. In short, your spirit is evil. You have evil in you. When you when you rebel against God, that means you have evil. You're you're going a different, totally different way. So that rebellious nature, that evil nature, has to be delivered. It has to be cast out. And then it is through uh, studying the Word of God, obeying the Word of God. You know, getting the word of God in your spirit and then acting on the word of God. That is what will transform you. That is what will, uh, you know, will allow the spirit of God that is in you to now, you know, um, more or less lead you through your spirit, through your your spirit and then through your um, soul and then through your flesh. That is when you have through, uh, you know, a, a total um redemption and that is how you become a new creation a new creation that is what god wants for us you know us those uh, spirits that are still waiting to be birthed into this earth this is the reason god hates abortion because when a woman gets pregnant and then goes and removes that pregnancy that means you're not giving that spirit a chance to redeem itself. Okay? You're not giving it a chance to redeem itself. That's why abortion is an abomination to God. Because he wants those uh, fallen spirits up there to come into this earth to get their redemption. To be able to choose whether they want to continue you know, in their rebellious way and die and then go to hell or whether they want to change their ways and then obey God, love God, love their neighbor. And then when they die, they go to, they'll be reconciled with God in heaven. Okay. Hallelujah. So it's a, I just talked generally about the three parts of man. So in our next session, what I'm going to do, we are going to have a look at the you know the different functions of the spirit soul and body we're going to have a look at the different parts you know how the spirit functions what senses it has and then we'll have a look at the soul and then how the soul functions before we have already said that the soul comprises of of our emotions our intellect our free will okay our free will so this is why the soul if the soul rebels if the soul is not going to obey god you know he does his own thing he does his own thing and when he is doing his own thing god is not in the picture for him so although he carries the spirit of god in him but that spirit is in darkness there's no life in that spirit we only have spiritual life when we reconnect our spirit with the spirit of the original place we came from and that is from the father god okay the big spirit the big light hallelujah amen amen <laughs> this is deep i know it is deep but there's no way you can sort of break it down little 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 you just need to 
you know, ask grace to be able to understand it. But it's, 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 it's very powerful. It's very powerful revelations the Lord is revealing. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to stop the recording so we can discuss a little bit more. Thank you. Thank you, listeners of the um, um, spiritual conversation with Minister Mercy. Tune in again for our next session. That is session three of the Deliverance and Healing Discipleship Ministry. Thank you for subscribing to our platform. Bye-bye now.